1: Welcome to Ladies Talking Leafs. I'm Chris and I'm Sil. And wow, I can't believe two weeks has already gone by. Ever since we've started going bi-weekly, goes by real fast, anyways. And got lots going on. Um, first, we want to give our condolences to the um, on the passing of Walter Gretzky, uh, Canada's hockey dad. Yeah, it's a that was sad. Um, I remember him a little bit at, mostly at the gardens, actually, more so than at Scotiabank Arena, but he always, I didn't know he was that much of a huge Leaf fan, but apparently he he was. I I, I knew he liked the Leafs, but obviously when his son played with the Oilers uh, and the Kings, he was... (laughs) maybe he didn't vote for us so much but uh, i remember him at the games at the gardens and all the fans used to always be around him and then uh and then at a Scotiabank arena they always showed him on the scoreboard when he was mm-hmm. at the game and that but um i never had a personal
0: i, I, I actually a, i do did, i have right? a personal yeah. uh, uh walter gretzky story um because my son's played minor hockey uh here in milton he actually came to milton quite often um to just Just watch minor hockey games. And one season, my son happened to play on the team called the Kings, uh, same colors and everything, purple and black. And um, and he happened to come um, one weekend to watch the teams. And then he saw, Oh my gosh, there's like a team Kings here. And then next thing we know, he is in the locker room with, uh, with our kids, giving them a pregame pep talk and, you know, telling them all about, you know, Wayne and how Wayne, Wayne, my son played for the Kings too. And, uh, yeah, uh, he actually also one of our players, um, who's our goalie at the time, his, um, his nickname is Tiger. He, um, He actually had uh, cancer when he was really little, and Walter actually came to visit him in the hospital. Also, when when he was recovering at Sick Kids, so there was all these connections, and it was really really special. And the kids were so so very excited. And of course, we uh, won that game, and uh, and it was actually a little sad too because my husband had the flu. He normally was the one who shuttled uh, (laughs) my son to and from games, and uh, he had the flew really bad and couldn't go to that game so he missed all of that and i I got to be the one to enjoy um that kind of little story so uh but it, it was a uh, very special and something that we all remember and of course he had his uh little autograph cards that he would personally sign for everyone and so all of my kids yeah. have one of those and uh yeah it's uh it's he really Took his role and his love for hockey to the limit, for sure. Um, yeah. Just going around and uh, inspiring b- pretty much everyone.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we'll rest in peace, Walter yeah. Gretzky. And um, yeah, he, he's... I think they were saying they might even... Well, they were saying if he should be put into the Hall of Fame. So never know, Well, that I mean, might be the next you know, thing.
0: It'd be interesting if he did go into the Hall of Fame... He pretty much is there representing all the hockey parents, you know, who put the time in with their kids and, um, you know, devote so much love and time and attention and money also um, to helping their kids uh, live their dreams. So, yeah.
1: mm -hmm. Yeah. And living the dream. Mm -hmm. Well, let's Go on to the, the current uh, with what's going on with our current dream of a team. Um, or it's it's been, I guess, up and down. Let's just say, uh, to say the least, last a while. Uh, we had three wins versus the Oilers, then we lost two in regulation to the Canucks, then we lost two of three to the Jets. And then we lost in regulation, too. And then we had the loss to the Senators last night. We're recording this on Monday. So um, after that Sens game. So it hasn't been too great lately. But,
0: no. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's I think, you know, we were talking about how in particular this the Jet series was going to be kind of a gauge for our team. And uh, if that's a, a gauge, you know, that means it looks like we're running out of gas <laughs> <laughs> we need to yeah. fuel up because, um, yeah, it was not too pretty. And, of course, last night uh, they pretty much had nothing left in the tank, it didn't seem. So, um, yeah, I don't know um, what's next, but hopefully this little layoff that they have is going to give them a little bit of time to practice, work on some things and sort of get their stuff together, so to speak. In the meantime, and there was also, a trade, right? Yes, we had a trade. Yeah. Uh, Miko uh going to Columbus for a 24-year-old goaltender. I'm not going to try to <laughs> say his name. I'm going to have to practice that a little bit more. Let's just go with VV. <laughs> um, and yeah, so we were talking last time about how, you know, Lettinen, you know, is not really getting a lot of time here and how, you know, if he could play more even in the in the AHL that, you know, maybe that would benefit him. And I guess that's coming to fruition now And that we don't know if he kind of put the gears to them saying he wants to play or needs to play, but it looks like they're giving him an opportunity elsewhere because he's just not going to get the time um, that they want to give him to develop because there's there's just no roster space for him right now.
1: Yeah, it's kind of funny, though, like now that he's gone, it's like we're one injury away. Apparently, it looks like we're one injury away from uh, Martin Marincin again (laughs) (laughs) on defense. Yeah, so So we'll see what happens, I guess, with any other trades that might happen in the next couple of weeks, like everybody is kind of saying. But on another quick note, uh, we just want to say that we've seen the last of those retro reverse jerseys that you can barely see the names and numbers on, on them. Um, and that was on the second game on the March 11th versus the Jets. Um, it's the fourth and final time that we're that they're wearing those limited edition jerseys. Um, we actually didn't have that bad of a record. It was 3-0-1. Um, oh. And it was two overtime victories, I think, of the three. And um, yeah, I mean, I... They're already on sale at Real Sports. So <laughs> I was just to say, maybe yeah. <laughs> I'll pick one up on sale. <laughs> so if you want a discount on it, if you if you actually like the jerseys, whatever, you can pick yourself up one on sale.
0: <laughs> well, I, one thing is that if this, okay, if it's limited edition, they're not going to have them again say what if this turns out to be a special year for us that could be a little yeah. commemorative so yeah, if you are have a good good feels about what might be coming down the pike for us um, maybe you want to grab one of those and uh, and commemorate the year um, I don't know I they're forgettable to me. <laughs> I, it's too bad because I really I think I when we were talking about it at the very beginning of the year, I was saying that I really wanted to see them live before I made my total decision. But so as you're saying, we are, you know, making our way through this season and we actually are about halfway through. We are halfway through, actually. And Sheldon Keefe is at the point where he's trying to establish some consistency. And it's obviously been difficult Um, and the, the injury situation is starting to get a little bit better. And of course, we have our thoughts on what's going on with the team, and we'll get into it with the good, the bad, and the ugly. And our Ladies Talking Leafs highlight reel uh, what's coming up with the blue and white. And without further ado, let's talk Leafs.
1: right the good the bad the ugly all right so the good my good is tj brody and i chose him because i don't think i was thinking for the amount of time that we've leafs nation everybody and us have complained about the defense we got to give some love to a defenseman (laughs) and so i gave tj Brody or giving tj brody some love he's uh now he's got three points in five games in the last five games, plus thirteen in thirty game plus his plus minus is plus thirteen in the thirty games that he's played. Uh, he's only taken one penalty, which is quite amazing. I thought he's only got two that was minutes recently uh, too.
0: I like saying, yeah, last I think it was, games. yeah, mm-hmm.
1: yeah. And he has forty four block shots, one behind Jake Muzzin. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty good too. So um, yeah, I just think he's really after the first couple of weeks, I mean, he had to, f- he was feeling his way through, I guess, the whole systems and everything and getting used to the defensive pairing with Riley. And I just think he's a really, he, he's really ma- matched well with Riley and, um, and he's, his stick is good. I, actually, I was going to say the, I remember, I don't know if it was the, no, it wasn't the last, I think it was two podcasts ago where we were talking about how every time we put the sticks out, the teams would like fall down and get a, and we would end up Getting penalized mm-hmm. on the plays, but he's—they obviously addressed it because we said that Sheldon Keith has noticed this as well. But I think like TJ Brody is really good at that, like with his stick and 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 just um, even though he doesn't look like he he has that long of a reach, but he does apparently. I don't know, but that is impressive as well. So yeah, that's my good.
0: Well, it's actually interesting that you said him because. I was going between that's your bad? him no <laughs> no I was going between him and the person that I that the the player oh. that I picked for my good and I was I was going to pick Brody um but then I decided to go with this other player just because he's been through a really rough time and he's coming along now and I think finding his his place on our team on the fourth line and that's Jimmy BC um this last these last few games, maybe not the very, very last ones, but you know, when we we're in Edmonton, he finally started to get the get uh like he started with a, a great assist and then managed to get a couple goals and he seems to be gaining confidence um as he's going. And I think, you know, as much as he probably had, you know, the designs on being uh maybe at you know uh, their first or second line guy, uh, he, you know, as he's kind of been down, put down the lineup, I think probably there was some disappointment there, but he's also now finding his way. And I think he's cementing the spot for himself there now, uh, beside uh,
1: with Spezza there. I think so. I think I so. Know. I have a, I have a feeling, well, I don't know. I'm trying to think of the third and fourth lines who, oh, actually Angval might be out uh, after when Wayne Simmons comes back, but because mm-hmm. I was kind of surprised that you chose VC, mm-hmm. uh, not that he's been bad, but because he's just like he's o- he's been okay. He did have that like those one or two games, mm-hmm. like you were saying, and he got a couple of goals. But I don't know. I just think once, um, like once Simmons comes back, like somebody has to get be out, mm-hmm. right? And I I was thinking it was either it's probably going to be Engval. I think maybe
0: maybe because, because I think Simmons probably won't be a fourth line. I think he might play uh, farther up the lineup personally. Yeah. And well,
1: as it goes along, obviously yeah. they'll probably, I mean, he's been out for quite a while, so they'll probably yeah. have to manage him a bit, but, mm-hmm. um, yeah, but no, yeah, I just, so.
0: I just see that he's, he's getting some confidence. And uh, so I'm still interested in seeing what he can do and if he can keep putting stuff together. And I'm going to mention him again a little bit later also, but um, yeah, but there's other things that he is doing well uh, that are maybe
1: not as noticeable as, as like yeah. like scoring or, you know, getting on the score sheet. Well, he unfortunately, I mean, I, we were looking forward to we've said this before, but mm-hmm. we were looking forward to him maybe matching up well with Kerfoot. But yeah, everyone's saying anyways, that Kerfoot is going to is the only person to be traded. So but I mean, maybe that's, that's the thing. thing.
0: <laughs> that, that's what I was just going to say is that maybe there isn't a good match with Kerfoot.
1: Yeah. It's possible too, yeah, yeah. you know? All right. Okay. So let's go on to the bad. Mm-hmm. Bad is the third period woes for me. Mm-hmm. It's coming back a little bit, just a little bit where I went back and I actually looked and versus the Canucks, we were leading in going into the third period and we lost four to two. Mm-hmm. That was on the, on the Saturday night, I think it was. And then versus Winnipeg. We won in OT, but we actually had the lead in the third period with just over uh, just over seven minutes left in the game. McKeough, mm-hmm. I think, scored that, and then we couldn't hang on to to keep the lead in the third. And then that final game versus Winnipeg, we were tied going into the third, mm-hmm. and then we lost again. And I know there's been other cases earlier in the season where I guess we we were in good shape going into the third period, yep. but we couldn't hang on. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I just hope that, I guess Sheldon Keefe has been saying over the past, w- this week, I guess, where we've lost five or six games that um, it's the details yeah. <laughs> that are uh, getting missed right now. And I'm just hoping that this detail of the third period, um, like that they get back on, on track mm-hmm. that well, way, because
0: still like, I, you know, as, as, yeah, that that's true. And all that it doesn't feel as bad as previous years somehow, if that makes any no, sense. No, because
1: no, because we were record breaking. <laughs> <in the laughs> that's previous... true. Yes. Yeah. So I'm being nitpicking. I true. Guess, like, yeah. right? But uh, but yeah, no, it's it. Uh... I mean, they got a
0: nip it in the bud for sure. Yes. Yeah. You know, they, And I'm hoping that maybe some of it after that the West trip and everything. Maybe some of it is fatigue. Maybe now that they're going to have four days at home, you know, that's that's going to
1: make them feel they're going to have a little bit of mental downtime. Um, I saw a picture just before we came on. I saw a picture of uh, Austin Matthews walking his dog, like everybody likes. A, I was Aww. trying to figure out where he was. It looked like mm-hmm. a fall time picture, but it's mm-hmm. not. And he was wearing these flip flop things. <laughs> I thought to myself, "How are you going for <laughs> a <loves> walk?" <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm like.
0: He knows he's support? not in Scottsdale, right?
1: I guess so, yeah. <laughs> it's not as <laughs> warm
0: as it is there.
1: <laughs> but, yeah,
0: but... Um, I guess anyway. being a, being on the ice all the time, they're used to having cold feet, so this maybe doesn't bother them. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So my bad. bad is basically turnovers and giveaways. Uh, for some reason, we are still a giveaway machine. Yeah. Um, any idea, uh, who is the worst player
1: on our team for this, Christine? Do you have a guess? You see, this is the thing though. I-, I sent you the email beforehand. Did you read the email beforehand with that? Because you can say he's the worst if it's the same person that I'm thinking, I don't know. but um, but apparently, these stats when it comes to takeaways and giveaways and and turnovers aren't that accurate. So, well, I don't, and
0: just bear with me. Just answer the okay. question. All right. All right. Is it Morgan Riley? It is. It is. <laughs> and it's not even close. It's by a mile. He's oh, really? Minus 29, which the next closest person is is Muzzin at minus 16. So he has 41 giveaways. Wow. Mind you, I will say, like he said, you have to take this stuff with a grain of salt because guess what he also has the most of by a mile? It's his time on ice. He's got yeah. like yeah. like two more than like two hundred minutes more than than the next p- person, which is like Mitch and um and Austin. So um yeah. obviously two defensemen. All of them have the highest yeah. So yeah. they're all going to. But at the same time, those giveaways are killing us and contributing to the trouble that Freddie's hap- having because when you have the giveaways and in those situations he doesn't seem to be great on them that is when that it it just it, it looks glaring because of that and of course that's a stat that that you know media tends to kind of want to point out so any idea who is the best on our team of, of meaning knowledge. meaning the lowest yeah so oh. not giving the puck away Maybe Hyman, no. And again, this is not even close. Austin Matthews has the best ratio here, and he is also the only plus player on our team.
1: Oh, Okay. Any Where idea was Marner? who's I number two? What Marner, huh? I
0: uh, know, Marner, Marner actually. Marner. Marner and Willie are about the same. At uh, well,
1: Marner's on the 11. penalty kill. Right? Yeah. Again. Marn, so, so that's yeah. there,
0: but they they have actually a. Not a bad ratio because they they t- they have a lot of takeaways also, but yeah. So yeah, with Mitch, but- it's that he's on the ice a lot and he plays on the penalty kill. So, um, but they're about the same. Uh, who do you think? Do you, who so do you think is number two? Maybe it's Tavares. No, it's no. Jimmy VC. He is even, and everybody else on our team is a yeah. minus. And the worst no. forward.
1: Yeah, who is
0: that? Yeah. Who do you think that is?
1: The worst, yeah, for giveaways, Angval. Mm-hmm. Nope, it's actually <laughs> no. Kerfoot. Oh, it is. Oh, yeah. really?
0: Yeah, huh. but again, not horrible. So, um, so yeah, so yeah, and you take it with a grain of salt, like you said, yeah, sort of thing, so right? do with that yeah. what you will. Um, but it's with these things too, it's not necessarily the amount, sometimes it's the quality, not the quantity. So it's yeah. the timing of these things. So it's like when it happens. Um, that that sometimes is the is the thing that seals it, you know, and makes it look, you know, worse than
1: it is. But, but yeah. So, hmm.
0: unfortunately, yeah, we do. Because I saw we're lot.
1: sixth. I guess we're sixth in the league when it comes to D zone giveaways. From what, uh yeah, from what I saw on the, this website, mm-hmm. it's more hockeystats dot mm-hmm is the website I found. I don't know how, I just found it today. I don't know, I assume it's credible website, but um, it was up to date as of last night's game. So mm-hmm. if you want to have a look, you can look at morehockeystats.com for that, for the t- the information on turnovers, giveaways, that sort of thing.
0: But it was, I the, the thing that actually I just made me smile though is like austin matthews how he is yeah he's the only one and he's plus seven and that's because yeah he has his giveaways but he has yeah. the most takeaways so this is something that we knew but this is this is a selkie trophy stat really if you think about it yeah right?
1: yeah so yeah. Um, true. so yeah. yeah
0: he's uh he's pretty good at it and poor mo he is He's the goat, unfortunately, but it's not not all his fault because he plays uh, important minutes. He's on the ice all the time, but then you got a question too. Maybe he's on the ice too much. Maybe he
1: plays too much. I mean, that's the other thing. Yeah. Well, he's going to come up next because you were right, but we'll get into that. In a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. We're going to the ugly. Yeah. Okay. Um so we only have one ugly that's me of course. I <laughs> picked out the ugly. Well, you're not ugly. No. <laughs> you picked the I picked the ugly. I was starting to think actually before I was came before we came on to it, I thought maybe I'm showing my age with this kind of stuff but I don't know. Um the social media bashing of Frederick Anderson it is just driving me insane. And, I'm, and we've talked about this almost every episode, I think, at this point. So I'm going to try to not talk about it too much, but this is what I wrote. I actually wrote something on the Facebook group post today, yeah. and most people were pretty good about it. But this is what I wrote. I just said, for everyone complaining about Freddie Anderson, it's time to stop because it's not going to help. And in the end, it's about the playoffs. He's the number one goalie. So why not support him and Jack Campbell whenever he gets back? Positive thoughts equals positive results. And we're only going to go for as far as they take us. And somebody else actually reminded me too, before this last stretch of games of the losing five of six, mm-hmm. He he's only lost three games in regulation.
0: No, totally. I know.
1: So I don't know. I just think, why go on about it constantly? Like you made your point. I guess this is the idea of social media where i'm I'm showing my age, I guess, because I'm not like I'm not that into it where um, like I'd rather read the newspaper and stuff like that, have something physical rather than listening to people yell constantly on social media. But like why go on about it constantly? the same thing. Like you've made your point. Move on. Like, there's obviously, it's not just one person that's the problem here. Like, yes, I can say definitely he hasn't played well. Uh That's fine. But like you're saying, there's people that are putting like a pizza up the middle of the ice and Uh going in point blank, however many breakaways or that he has to, you would hope he would stop one. Lately, he hasn't. Yeah. Right? That he would make that big save. But, um I don't know. I just think it's something. We're halfway through the season, and like we said before, they got the time off now. Hopefully, they'll like kind of have the reset button and come back against Calgary on on uh, on Friday uh, for the first of two games. But I just think they like this constantly. It's just Freddie and Freddie and Freddie, and then. Underneath that, though, I saw the negative tones, which brings us to what you were uh, Mm. just saying when it comes to the number one person of having the most giveaways or yeah, most giveaways in the defensive zone. I'm hearing the grumblings underneath that Freddie talk of people complaining about Morgan Riley.
0: And that's partly uh, because of the fact that his contract's
1: up soon. And now they're like, well, maybe we don't need him and... Yeah, da, 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 so da, once no. Freddie yeah. is gone mm-hmm. and into the sunset, and everybody is happy about that, and we'll not have any goal, goalie basically, or we'll have a guy that's played nine games total, and like I don't know, I don't know what's going to happen with the goalie situation. But once that's done, and Freddie's gone, they can't complain about him. Morgan Riley is going to be the next person. I I just know it.
0: <laughs> well, I mean that is what. Leafs Nation likes to do right it's like how many defensemen have we rode out of town on a rail like you know look at uh Larry Murphy and Brian McCabe and like same thing happened with Brian McCabe remember when he got his contract and after that it was like oh yeah that's true too yeah Yeah. the guy could there's nothing the guy could do right and even Cabriolet to a lesser extent also got yeah. reamed out pretty yeah. much uh then too. So seems that's um yeah it's like I don't know. I the thing with sm- social media is it's a very in the moment reaction. So in this in these moments, Freddie has looked questionable on some of those goals, which also, you know, happened, you know, after some giveaways. So he just his reactions are not great. That's not, that's not, um, his, that's not the, the best part of his game. He's great in a scrum and stuff like that. He's excellent glove side. There's almost nobody better than him. The other part of the problem is that in these few games that we just had, he happened to be facing elite competition or or (laughs) competition that was playing at an elite level and stopping everything,
1: you know, you know, like they yeah, had those, eyes in those, the back of their head. So yeah, those two games Hellebuck played, yeah, for Winnipeg. Like, so the prob- I mean, he's a Vesna winner, obviously, right? So that's but- the problem: is that yeah, Freddie was good, but he wasn't
0: great, and he wasn't elite. So the juxtaposition of those two things made him look worse than he actually is. So it's it's because that social media is is in the moment venting. Uh, is what makes it seem so horrible, and and it's because that's the last thing in people's minds. And so, if he were to yeah, be this, otherworldly um, in a in a in yeah. the games against Calgary, say, um, then that would be different. The other thing that I see with him is, I don't know, and you're gonna, you, I don't know if you're gonna like this, but I'm gonna say it anyway.
1: Yeah. There's something
0: about him that reminds me. Similar to how Mats was, in my opinion, that he is kind of the same gear all the time. You know, he's steady yeah, but that's Freddy. That's a
1: goalie, though. Yes. I understand that as being a goalie. Yes. A, goalies are strange that way. So. Yeah, but he's... I'm okay with that because he's a goalie.
0: Exactly. With Matt's,
1: it was different.
0: <laughs> yes, but he's steady Freddie, though. But you're not seeing... You don't see... More from him like there there doesn't seem to be that thing where he he kicks it up a notch and and it's because of his demeanor. I think that it seems that way. I'm not saying it is that way, but it seems that way because he is, you know, quiet, stoic, doesn't say much. He's not very emotional. He doesn't he's not he's not a reactionary goalie. He's a very positional goalie. And all of these things kind of conspire to make it easy to you know pick on him because he he's that's just the way he is like he's not he doesn't have enough standout games where like his his line is like very much he's like uh, there's a line and he's like a little bit above a little bit below all the time he never goes you know in a in a real big
1: peaks up and down you know what I mean yeah yeah, and that, I mean, he's, I guess he's 30, I think he's 30 or is mm-hmm. he 31 now? I think he's 31. Yeah. I didn't know, actually, um, going to age, Jack Campbell's 29. Yeah. So he's not that young either.
0: No, and I mean, I'm not worried about so. the, the the 30 age range for goalies. And usually that's, that's not old for a goalie. Like they're normally yeah. around coming into their own and really establishing themselves at that stage. So but I mean, it's the like guy just came issue. back
1: from injury. The guy just came back from mm-hmm. injury as well. Mm-hmm. Like. These well, and pass. I mean,
0: that's also part of the problem, because who else is injured?
1: Yeah. Jack Campbell yeah, is. Yeah, no, I know. And his
0: injury is slightly worse. So therefore, who has to be playing at not 100%? Guess who? Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah no, and he had to play right. last
0: night also, because Hutchison didn't have <laughs> it last night. So then, yeah. you know, you're thinking he maybe has a... And I thought when Freddie came in last night, he actually played... Pretty good. Like oh, yeah, he no, looked they actually he's... better last night than he did against Winnipeg, in my opinion. So, yeah, uh, he wasn't the the problem last night at all.
1: Yeah the uh, the thing you mentioned a while back, you mentioned about the glove side normally being the stronger side, mm-hmm. but apparently on Freddie, I heard this morning, that's where all the goals are going in right on his now? glove side.
0: Yes. One thing I'm wondering about is is I wonder how his eyes are like because you know you hit the thirty mark. As we know, things tend to go downhill pretty fast. So I maybe he needs to get some laser eye surgery. Mm. tweets so a said bit. That, I don't know. Like I yeah, because maybe they his say, reactions are just a little bit off.
1: Yeah, because I like listening to the like former goaltenders. This mm-hmm. was from Marty Brion. I guess yeah. so he was he was mentioning that a lot of the the goals were going in on the glove side, mm-hmm. so they'll have to. Yeah, that's um,
0: not usual for him. Normally, yeah. he's really tight with that
1: yeah, so they said that that's something like practice, obviously, that sort of thing that you that you get that back eventually, um, being supposed to be the strong side of the mm-hmm. goalie. but um, but yeah, let's move on we We spent enough on Freddie. We love yeah. Freddie, or I do anyways, I keep when I comment on Twitter and Facebook, I always say it's both of us because. <laughs> I just kind of say I just kind of include Sill in it.
0: Yeah, she well, has to take my opinion. I I <laughs> I I think I'm just a little bit more uh, balanced in my yeah. my point of view on him. <laughs> uh, but I I I love Freddie too. I mean, it's not to love. He's a great guy, yeah. and yeah. he deserves better. So yeah. And we need two goalies, bottom line, anyway. So, for sure. And yeah, forward. and that's the other issue so. is that, you know, we brought in a certain person that everyone seems to want to be in the net every night. And guess what? He can never be because he's always hurt. So, that's a liability also in a different way.
1: Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to the positive and what's mm. going on with our. Leafs on a positive note, let's roll the Ladies Talking Leafs highlight reel. All
0: right. So in the third spot, we have... John Tavares and this mm-hmm. guy's not getting enough love either really no. uh he has nine points in the last 10 games and uh with a beauty set up on that Nylander goal in the second oh, yeah. game versus the Jets um he is you know quietly putting together a usual Tavares season this guy is all
1: consistency and uh we are very lucky to have him yeah yeah no one guy on uh I don't know if it was Twitter or Facebook. He was saying like he wishes uh, JT would stop trying to be like he's between 20 and 25 years old and stop with the moves. And I was like, "What?" I was like, <laughs> "Stop with the <laughs> like." So the way- what I said to them back was, "As long as the moves don't cost us, I'm good with whatever kind of moves he wants to make on the ice." Like, Absolutely. and I said, and "He has what do you want from the guy? He has nine points in ten games." Yeah, like I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Right? Doesn't make any sense. No. But, all right, we're going to go to number two now. Number two, I did have him originally at number one, but I thought we need to give some love to somebody else too. But number two is Austin Matthews. It's very interesting, actually, how the team plays well when he's not in the lineup. Mm-hmm. I don't know, those couple of games in Edmonton. He, Anyways, he was off those few games with the wrist injury, but despite still dealing with that wrist injury... Like, he just, it's unbelievable, really, what he does. It's kind of, I like it the way he's, uh, like, he had that incredible OT winner versus the Jets, and it was, like, that was every highlight reel on every highlight reel that night, that's for sure. And, yeah, he's, it's, I like it the way they've adjusted him because he can't take his, uh, his patented shot. Mm-hmm. Although he did have a, a good boomer yesterday. So maybe that's coming yeah. back. Yeah, he even broke the stick there the time where the stick broke on him. Unfortunately, it went it exploded on him. But um, but yeah, no, he they've adjusted and they've put him more in the net front, mm-hmm. even though I do get worried when he's getting cross-checked and, and bumped around in there in front of the net. But he seems to be doing okay. He's a big guy and he's getting... He's getting some goals differently now that way, um, in front of the net instead of that patented uh, wrist shot. Or, or uh, but well, they actually say that the wrist can heal, uh, even though he's playing. Mm-hmm. That somehow it's can heal at the same time. I don't know.
0: He's but. um he's so versatile, right? Like I actually yeah. watched rewatched um the Stephen Brunt uh, interview that they had with him when he first got signed. Uh, back in Scottsdale and stuff and they were showing his uh four goal night his his um very first game and all the different spots that he scored from so like he really can put it in from anywhere so anyway so our number one pick for this week on the highlight reel is Woo-hoo. William Nylander Yay. So ever since he was bench versus the Habs, he has some more jump in his game. Who would have thought? I guess that's why coaches bench players. Anyway, we love the toe drag on on uh, the third game uh, versus the Oilers, and he has ten points in the last ten games. So good on you, Willie Willie yeah. Styles.
1: Yeah. yeah, and he's uh, yeah he's really upped his game. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Willie Styles per jumbo joe i guess (laughs) yeah
0: so obviously it's been very busy with games lately and so it's a welcome relief that the team is gonna get a bit of a break and they're only gonna be playing six games in the next 15 days so that's like wow so it's gonna be like a vacation for them yeah so chris (laughs) let's talk about what's coming up for the blue and white
1: yeah, so it's kind of a weird schedule, actually, to have so much time off. I don't know what we're going to do uh, as fans to <laughs> <laughs> it's just sleep. to keep going. We'll have to either sleep or watch other teams, obviously. They're going to be catching up, but uh, it'll give Keith some time and the coaching staff to have practice time because they definitely, that was the other thing I, I was actually going to say earlier one of my bad choices too was the pk they definitely need practice on that yeah on the pk but um anyhow so the first uh, game set we have this week's versus the flames we have the back to back two game series on the friday and saturday and then we're off another four days until the following thursday when we play those lovely senators again
0: oh they gotta freaking just god they have to just kill them one of these games come on and
1: I just then uh can't believe yeah.
0: that they are yeah late and then we have the, for them.
1: Yeah, we have the two game home set versus the Oilers, and that's the final time we'll see the Oilers. Mm-hmm. Um and then finally we have a game versus the Jets on the final day of March, March thirty first, which um yeah, so I don't know. What are you thinking about this next couple of weeks going into the second work? in the second half right now of the season. But what are you thinking about these series that are coming up?
0: Well, I think we'll be happy to be uh, playing the Oilers again because somehow we seem to do well against them. So maybe we'll get our confidence back uh, if uh, we don't end up doing great against uh, the Senators. Um, in Calgary, um, that should be interesting, actually, uh, given that they've got had the coaching change now and yeah. um, they have Sutter behind the bench again. So we'll see if that has... You know, changes their game a little bit and we have a different look uh versus them um when we play them. But uh yeah, I don't yeah, know. They like those that, jets um, look pretty good too. So
1: Yeah. Again. They say that uh for Calgary they're saying like Daryl Sutter has put in his uh I guess physicality into the game, which yeah. obviously is part of his game. So I don't know how we'll we'll deal with that. I guess we might have Simmons back hopefully. So yeah. um by then that Mind you, we don't want him obviously fighting when he just came back no. from the broken wrist. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So <laughs> that was where uh, I was saying we might we might see Scott Saberin. Yeah. Oh well. But um, and then the Sens, I mean, every time actually, I've noticed the last time I keep saying that we just need to blow them out, and I'm thinking, I, I just don't want to make any predictions at all, basically no. about anything. Well, None maybe, of my predictions end up right.
0: Maybe we don't need to blow them out. Maybe we just need to put together some good games against all of these teams and just stick to our game, especially against Winnipeg. I I really think that what we saw against them is not what we really should should expect. I really think like we actually outplayed them for pretty much
1: oh for sure the, the two series. games. So. Yeah.
0: They, they happen to win and maybe that could bode well for in our favor because maybe they'll be, you know, thinking that they're home and cooled out when they're uh, facing us again yeah. and, and we'll get uh, better performances
1: and finally actually find the back of the net against uh, Hellebuck. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. I, I mean, we should have won that, f- especially the first game like that. I mean, totally just insane. The chances that we had and um, yeah, I don't, I, I don't think there'll be any issues to like with the, with the next game. We'll, Mm -hmm. we'll be fine that way. And then the Oilers series, you know, they're going to want to make up for (laughs) losing the three games right Mm -hmm. to us. Like they're gonna, Mm -hmm. yeah. Connor McDavid, he always seems to like playing here as well. So I think, um, I think that'll uh, that'll be a good test again. And um, but we have lots of practice time and rest time, yeah. so hopefully over all these games, hopefully we'll be will be good. Um, and
0: I think the next two weeks is is also prime time to be looking out to see if Dubas uh, makes any moves because I do really think that he's going to want to bank, especially if we're going to be trading uh, with like outside of our division he's going to be wanting to bank that time so that we're getting an extra 14 days with with our player in the lineup as opposed to you know pulling the trigger on trade deadline late day and then waiting another 14 days after that to get that person in the lineup so I think he wants to be ahead of the game so if anything's going to be happening it's probably going to be in the next uh we'll be seeing stuff happening in the next couple weeks yeah I
1: I think so as well but I don't want to say no, no. what or whatever everybody's saying. No like predictions or anything fighters. like that. Um, we don't know if it's defense, forward, whatever. But uh, one good thing, again, Simmons and hopefully Jack Campbell will be back um, at some point during this next couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, and th- those will be two big additions, especially Simmons. Like, he just brings the mojo into the lineup somehow. Like, it just yeah. it gives us something different. That we don't have right now. So, yeah. So, before we go, we have to talk about this new song by Justin Bieber called Hold On, which he described as a love letter from the Biebs to the team. (laughs) I don't know. Did you? I was actually surprised. You said you liked the song, right? I. You, you know what? I,
0: I didn't listen to it when they first came out. I didn't really listen to it. And so I listened to it on Saturday because well, obviously that's game day. So I thought, oh, um, today's a good day to give it a listen. And of course, they yeah. had the video that that goes with it. And yeah. I really was surprised how much I loved it. And I could, I guess, you know, because we're we're fans and I'm a huge fan, I really felt what he is saying, you know, like, and he's saying basically in that song, what you're saying is that we got to give them good vibes and we got to support them. And, and we're here yeah. for them through thick and thin. And, um, and I love the video. Like, I just, I don't know, it, there was so much joy in that video that I yeah. watched it three times on Saturday, I have to admit. I really, yeah. <laughs> I really, really enjoyed it. So, um, so yeah, I really liked it. I'm not like a huge Bieber fan or anything like that, but, uh, but I liked it.
1: Yeah. I thought it was, it was cool. I think it's, uh, I mean, uh, I, I don't know if they'll, cause I don't think it has enough of a beat to actually put it like as a, End of game song or whatever, like it's not peppy no, enough. I don't no. think to to be like that or like definitely not. Oh, actually, that's why I wanted to ask you too before we go about the um, the goal songs. What do you think about the idea of every now? This would be around the league, not mm. just us, but mm-hmm. the player actually choosing their goal song.
0: I think that would be I like you know, love how that idea because yeah. I love how in uh, baseball that yeah. the players have yeah. their walk up music.
1: I That's think it's the same, it's idea. The same yeah. idea.
0: I I totally think they should have their own songs. I I 100% am behind that and it's another opportunity for them to show their personality. Um and like we've b- been saying where it's not players are not very accessible to us as fans now unless you are really really lucky. Uh, to you know, yeah, and win a contest, win a contest, Campbell's. or or, or <laughs> you know, know somebody or something like. Yeah. it's you don't get to see them and um, you know, interact with them. So this is yeah. it's one way that they can kind of showcase their style, what they like, and honestly, it's to me. I mean, it's good for the artists too that they pick because oh, guess yeah. what? Yeah. Guess guess who's going to be listening to those songs. I mean, they already have yeah. their playlists and stuff on the on the app and everything for the team. So why not take it to the next level and and have, you know, I know Freddie's also had his own playlist um, yeah. that he's yeah. he's had a promotion with. Um, I can't remember what it was for, but well, that's um, the thing.
1: Actually, I guess it would be wouldn't be fair for the goalie, technically.
0: <laughs> no, no true, right. because, well, unless he has a shutout. Then that could be uh, their, <laughs> yeah, I the, guess. Yeah. the game song at the end. Yeah, they yeah, can figure I out a way so. to do it. Anyway. Yeah, but. So anyway, we would love to hear from you on what you think of Justin Bieber's love song to the Leafs or your thoughts on uh, the team's choice of music when a goal is scored. So definitely give us a shout on uh, social media on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook at LTL1917.
1: And you can follow us there if you don't already. Yeah, and we'd also really appreciate if you could take a bit of time to give our podcast a review on whatever app you use to listen to us uh, on Apple or Podcast Addict, um, any of the Spotify, whichever app, and you can email us at ladiestalkingleafs at gmail.com and give us feedback or ideas for future shows. We're very open to... Whatever we, whatever you want to hear from us, basically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we have lots of material we come up with on ourselves, but it helps. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> and another way you can connect with us, obviously, too, is at ko-fi.com. That's ko-fi.com. You can follow us there and check out our photo gallery. And you can also support the show by buying us a coffee. Any donation goes towards helping us produce the show and making it even better for you. So, as always, we want to thank our healthcare workers for everything they do, and we want everyone to stay safe and well. And happy St. Patrick's Day, everybody! Yes,
1: happy St. Patty's Day! No leaves, go!
0: Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop.